0: Alright, well goddamn it. Let's uh let's get going here.
1: I didn't tell you to cut the line. Did I tell you to cut the line? You cut the line! Sorry they shut down before we could complete our trace. We did manage to locate the general area where the transmission originated. Where? Seattle, Washington. got Michigan, I can make it bounce. <laughs>
0: goodness good evening everybody and welcome to the fake ass radio show on soundcloud i am your host gav d gav d this show is brought to you by the cosby show this week on the cosby show rudy hugs accompanies her father to his court case did you see that I did not see that he was yeah he had his day in court today and uh, I think it's in Philadelphia and uh, he was accompanied by Rudy Huxtable or at least the actress who played her so yeah kind of humanizes him a little bit you know he's still yeah. he's still at TV dad my old mind <laughs> oh Same my here. goodness gracious so that was that was actually exciting. that happened just today just this morning oh man just off the press my goodness gracious. Coming up in the hour, we got music from Joe Young, Ice Cube, Scavin, Gene Techman's top five hip hop album intros, and so much more. So much. But first, yeah. I must introduce my co-host, the top layer of crust to my homemade mac and cheese. Yeah. The fizz to my homemade soda. The man who's making everything better around here. No. Direct from the Skype Connect from Michigan. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for my main man, Gene Tackman Gene, Gene. Gene. Taqman in the house. What up, my man? Yo, yo, what's
2: up, Jeff? How you doing tonight, man? Man, I'm chilling. Yeah. I am chilling. It's been busy. It's been a busy couple of weeks. Oh my goodness has it ever, man. I've been all over the place.
0: Uh, what you been up to?
2: Man, I've been, uh, actually I've been nursing my thumb, but I'm actually post-surgery now, so I'm, like, mobile again. So I've, uh, been enjoying my little time off work, and I've been bouncing around and just, like, man, just enjoying, the, like, the beginning of the summer, man. It's June in Michigan. It's fucking fantastic.
0: We just had a, uh, Memorial Day pass
2: last weekend. But the Memorial Day was great. I got to spend the whole weekend with friends. I mean, it was great, man. I'm actually going camping next weekend, too. Yeah, I relax, too, man
0: i relax yeah. too man and, uh, again memorial day shout out to all of our men and women and the armed forces definitely our Salutes. hats are hats are off to you lovely Most folks depth. for sure that's passed away for sure so. um but yeah it's been two weeks right and uh i think the end of the last episode we were we were just talking about shit that was going on in manchester yeah. and we uh, yeah. we didn't actually know anything about it, but yes, in, it was in fact a a, a terrorist act. Yes, it was so um, fucking Ariana area. Grande concert of all places, yeah. man! Like, ugh. our hearts go out to uh, everyone affected from that. Um, Absolutely, our hearts were already going out to the people uh, going to that concert, anyways. I mean, it's Ariana Grande, man! What a horrible fucking concert to go to. But what then, were they thinking <laughs> to have to endure? A fucking terrorist attack on top of that. Well, geez, oh, Pete's. (laughs) (laughs) Have a nice day. Right for real.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Too bad.
0: So horrible shit going on there, but hey. Yeah. It is. uh, Life goes on. So you you just taking it easy, huh? You just been taking it easy.
2: Yeah, man. I've uh, just been bouncing around, man. Been. Going to restaurants and uh, eating, having a good time, having a few beers, drinks, and uh, yeah, I've had uh, the entire month off. I've been off for a month since this was a uh, work-related accident, man. So uh, I've just kind of been enjoying myself and enjoying the beginning of the summer, man, and uh, taking it easy. What's, what's up? Doing exactly we, what the doctor ordered. Tell me to relax and chill, so.
0: Bet. Yeah, we've been yeah. working our asses off here. We've been working our asses off this house still.
2: Yeah, what do you guys got going on, man?
0: Fucking finishing this place up, man. The fucking cabinets are in ikea cabinets are in the counter yeah. counter is right. in countertops nice. in and it's beautiful it's fucking beautiful this granite countertop with this uh, it's got an undermounted sink you're seeing of those mm. undermounted sinks yeah I oh have. They're, they're fucking snazzy with the disposal with the nice. disposal insincorator yeah, the insincorator <laughs> is hooked up you see that nice. little ring there you see that silver ring it says in you know you can fill that bitch up with whatever, man. Throw it's it all serious, down there. Fucking chicken. Serious business. Chicken bones and fucking mac and cheese and all that shit. Noodles. <laughs> oh, man. And the faucet. Yeah. The faucet's beautiful, too, because it's an undermount. The faucet comes out of the countertop, right? It doesn't, It's hmm. not like mounted into a sink. It comes out hmm. of the countertop, man. It looks so hmm. clean. Nice and it looks clean so and fresh simple. and clean. It looks expensive, too. It looks expensive, <laughs> but it's not. Hmm. It's not so. Uh, yeah, fucking hey undermounted sink. Yeah, uh, I, I keep that in mind, man. I'd say, man, if you have the chance, I, I highly recommend picking one up. There's the season. There's uh, so choice
2: <laughs> to renovate and redo things, too, man. Mm-hmm. I'm actually in the middle of a couple of projects myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice, get, yeah, get yeah. That shit done, man. Get shit repiped. About to do the bathroom. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Don't even tell me about plumbing and shit. We we hooked up the sink and we had to. We get this fucking these water lines going. We got the dishwasher hooked up. Sweet. Um Yeah, dishwasher. We haven't ran anything yet, but uh, we got to fucking dirty some shit up. And this first dishwasher, we, this is actually the second dishwasher. We had to, we had to take the first one back. Uh, we had one sent to us initially. Um, yeah. I, won't, I won't say the name of the national hardware store that uh, we purchased the first one from, but uh, it, it rhymes with hose, okay?
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh...
0: They sent the first one out, and they had a giant dent, huge dent, in the front of this motherfucker, so we, yeah. we had to take that shit back, which is not a, an easy task in itself, taking it back a dishwasher. Like, thank goodness we have Jeeps, and, you know, we just we have strong backs, too, so we just load that shit up and take it back, and it really ain't no thing to us, but, I mean, if, if somebody else, you know, like a, with, a, with a fucking, you know, like a Saturn or some shit, you know, like a small whip, there'd be no way they're taking that shit back. They'd be really inconvenienced, but... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so yeah. Yeah, we had to take that shit back and then uh we had to order uh the same dishwasher from another store. Um, from another store. But, yeah, because they could ship it faster.
3: Hmm, okay. Yeah, hose.
0: So. Those motherfuckers at Hose, it, it would have taken over a month for them to ship the same fucking thing out. And I'm like, "Fuck that. Fuck that. I'm tired of hand washing these dishes in my bathroom sink. I'm tired of that <laughs> shit." I'm a fucking baller, That's man. I'm a baller and, and this ain't how ballers operate.
2: <laughs> i actually hate dishwashers man i'm, I'm og man I, I wash all my dishes by hand no i need that shit. i need that dishwasher man it's seriously
0: disrupting my creative process <laughs> washing these dishes man so uh yeah we just straight up order uh from the store that can deliver one the quickest yeah. you know yeah i won't say the name of the second store we ordered from but uh well, let's just say they've got a, a squad of geeks working for them so uh yeah <laughs> new dishwasher and uh it's, it's hooked up and good to go good to go so yeah still that, cracking away still cracking away at this kitchen and uh still cracking away at this yard too cracking away yeah, at this yeah. yard we're clearing out a lot of fucky looking plants and shit uh trying to level out parts uh, of the yard that aren't as flat as other parts yeah uh, i also uh what else did i do i also demoed a uh we had a rotten shed uh in the corner of our backyard Fucking rip this fucker down. That was mm. fun. That was fun, man. I, I literally tore the roof off this motherfucker.
3: Yeah, that's always <laughs> fun, man. Yeah, man, it was great. Some
0: demolition, break things up. And then I fucking collapsed it. I collapsed the walls in on themselves. Kill people, break shit, fuck school. It was cool, man. It was neat. It was neat. And I'm sure I fucking, I, I'm sure I did it in the most dangerous, unsafe way possible, too. Yeah. I'm certain. I was smashing out the bottom two by fours. Uh, that, like, support the walls uh, with, a yeah. sle- with a sledgehammer. I was just bashing <laughs> those fuckers out. So I'm man. sure there were many times where, uh, again, literally uh, the walls could have come crashing down on me. But, uh, you know, hey, this is the risk you, you got to take sometimes, you know what I'm saying, to make your, uh, make your spouse happy. Doing big dangerous things in this yard, man. Danger is my <laughs> middle name, man, danger. It's actually my <laughs> last name. Uh, Scav D. The D stands for danger this week. Danger. Yeah. I
2: laugh. I laugh in the face of danger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: It's from Lion King. Man. <laughs>
2: What's
0: that from Lion King? You said?
2: Yeah, it's from Lion King. Man. I don't remember that. Movie. Little symbol. He's like danger. I laugh in the face yeah. of danger. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, danger. <laughs> so anyways yeah shed shed is down sheds down and we opened up a ton of this yard the yard is so much more open man it yeah. was kind of a big shed it was a 10 by 10 and uh it was 10 feet tall and uh so it's decent size it will not be missed um we got another plastic shed uh though the other side of our our house though at like the other end of our driveway so uh we got some outdoor storage you know so we're good we're good man we're almost yeah. done we're almost done then we'll take the fire pit where it is now and we'll move it over to where the old shed once stood and we'll make a nice little chill spot in the corner and just go make it look nice, man. Make it look like it fucking makes sense. You know, you don't need no fucking goddamn two sheds. Doesn't, doesn't make sense. So there you go, man. We're fixing this place up. We're almost done. Yeah, man. Goddamn, almost done. Fuck me. Bada boom, bada bing. ass off. Working my... Seattle. Fingers to the bone and shit. Yeah. So... Um, so what else is up, man? Last episode, uh, we, uh, we started talking about Buster Rhymes, because uh, I wanted to change my top five rappers, so I changed my number five to Buster Rhymes, and I started talking about how he had one of the greatest intros, album intros, ever. Yeah, man. And then it made us start thinking, what are the top five greatest hip-hop album intros of all time? We gotta- the
2: greatest hip-hop album intros ever, and that's, that was, uh, that's a challenging thought. Many, 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 many hip-hop
0: albums i gave you some homework man have you done oh. your, have you done your homework
2: bro I, I i did some homework i did some research and I, I listened to a lot of uh a lot of intro albums over this past week man just to put this list together and i, I, I got some bangers bro i'm not gonna lie i got all some right. fucking bangers i okay. really do
0: i think i'm good too
2: <laughs> i think i'm pretty good too all right well it, let's
0: do this man we're gonna get into a yeah. top five here
1: Oh, uh, come on.
4: Yeah.
0: Okay. This is Scav and Gene Techman's top five hip-hop
2: album intros of all time. Okay. Yeah. Should be good. Should be good. Top hip-hop albums of all time. My are suggestion. we uh, are are
0: we becoming a hip hop show?
2: You know, like <laughs> slightly slightly unofficially, man. Like you know, it kind of seems like it. I mean, I started recording, um, you know, episode forty uh, back in the old days, and um, you know what I mean. Like you and I have done like stage hip hop shows together with uh, Magnum Opus. And, yeah, you know what I mean. Like gosh, it's, it's just kind of hard not to, man. We just kind of get back to our roots. You know what I mean? Like we're fans of all music, hip hop, rock. You name it, EDM. I mean, you, you've you've made the most amazing beats with just instrumentals, man. You know what yeah. I mean? And just like I don't know, I just I, we we just seem to get back to the hip hop vibe, and you know what I mean? Just kind of kind of a cohesive, lovely beauty of heaven that flows between us, in my opinion.
3: Dude, hey. I,
0: got, I got no problem with being a hip hop show if that's what's happening. Fucking a.
2: Hey, it is no what it is. Man. I, I know
0: a lot about it. I know a lot about hip hop, man. I used to fucking yeah, hide, man. I used to hide the N.W.A. tapes and the Ice T tapes, man. I used to hide them cassettes on my oh, mattress when I was a kid, growing up, when I was a child, small child.
2: Bro, I, I remember making my first mixtapes and, like, taking songs and, like, chopping songs, recording them off the radio, and then, like, finding a sample from another song, like, a scratch or, like, just a jingle that I would mix in between my songs to play the next song, and I would, like, have a dual deck, and I would record it all and fucking, like, make my own, like, real, real, really, really, real mixtape.
0: Yeah. Like, radio show reel and shit.
2: Yeah, man. And Ooh. then I would take that tape, and I would dub the whole tape, and I would give it away to friends. Like, it was like a mix tape that I made, you know what I mean? Of, like, mixes, different songs and shit.
0: See, we've been doing this shit. Man. We've been doing this shit. Get so. the
2: fuck out of here. Get <laughs> yeah. the fuck out of here. So, uh. Kill it. Hey, wh- wh- but what's your list look like, top man? Five, what, what well, we here, talking?
0: I'm, yeah, I'm going to make you go first. Uh, and, again, let's try oh. to explain this a little bit. Um, I guess that these this could be a straight song, like track one right? Yeah. Or uh, it could be, let's say it could also just be an interlude into a song. So possibly something that goes into track two. Okay. Right. Uh, something, uh, let's say something powerful, something that maybe uh, gives you the chills
2: yeah, you know, yeah, or
0: gave you chills the first time you heard it. Um, yeah. Something that made you feel something, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it, yeah. Whether it be either now or, or even back in the day at a certain time in your life. And um I know what you're saying. There's the, uh, you know, there's a ton of hip hop intros, you know? There's a shitload of these motherfuckers. Uh
1: yeah, and yeah. And ha-
0: have Gene and I listened to every single one of them?
2: Yes. Okay? <laughs> we have. Our, our catalog is deep,
3: man. Yeah. Our catalog is deep. <laughs> so
2: all right, my
0: man. Uh yeah. you are up. Let's hear your number five.
2: All right. All right. So uh, so so again, man, this list was hard to make. You know what I mean? Like I I, I went through several songs and I cycled them over and then I thought of the, the one thousand different ways to, uh, you know, perceive the beginning of a hip hop song. Now, I must say, before I get started with this list, there there were eras of hip hop where the intro, the skit, the storyline meant everything that you were getting ready to listen to and you know that was your entertainment why because like we were just saying music was on a tape it was on a cassette you weren't skipping tracks there wasn't that party song like you almost had to make a cohesive album that went together for a purpose because there was no other way to play an album back then right now the, I, the the uh the person that brought a lot of that back kendrick lamar did a fantastic job on uh you know especially good kid mad city as he brought that shit back now um I, I, I'm gonna start off by saying there are intro tracks and then there's the song that just explodes and becomes like the intro of the album. I, I, I had a I had a tough time battling back and forth, but this is what I came up with, and I just kind of went with they both can fall into this category. The first one I, I'm gonna put down is gonna be Meek Mills Dreams and Nightmares. That's my number five. Meek Mill. Meek Mill. Meek Mill Meek dreams Mill.
0: and nightmares from the dreams from, and Nightmare.
2: from the self-titled album. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm I'm gonna stand by that. I'm gonna stand by that very very strong. The way that song comes in, Meek Mill starts it off. It's a nice soft piano. Like it, it sounds like it sounds like some old school hip hop. Like you could listen to his lyrics and you hear everything crystal clear. And I think it's where Meek Mill gets uh, looked over. He's actually a pretty dope MC. And then that song starts to build and it builds and it builds and it builds and it gets grimy and it gets dirty. And boy, next thing you know, it that music platform changes and he's like rapping hard on some trap music. And I think in that one song, Meek Mill displays and flexes his muscles like this is the MC that I am. And if you really, really, really appreciate rhymes, hip hop intros, I don't know that that to me gives me chills. I work out to it. It becomes like just that banger that makes my head go crazy. Dreams and nightmares. Big Bill, number five.
0: All right, fucking name. Let's get into this motherfucker a little bit here. Ain't this what
5: they've been waiting for?
3: Okay. You ready? Here we
5: go. Uh, uh, I used to pray for times like this, to rhyme like this. So I had to grind like that, to shine like this. In a matter huh. of time, I spent on some locked up shit. In the back of the paddy wagon, cuz locked on
0: wrist. See my dreams I food. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not familiar with this, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a listen. here. All
5: right. If you want it, you gotta see it with a clear eye view. Got shorty, she to bless me. Like I said, I chew. Like a nigga sneeze. Nigga, please for them trick squeeze them get cream. Never let them hoes get in between. started. Little nigga, but I'm lying hearted. They love me when I was stuck in their head and when I departed, I gonna get it regardless. Draw like I'm an artist, no crawling with straight to walking with foreigns and my garage a foreign bitch's menage fucking swallow and anything for a dollar they tell me get him i got him
2: okay without an
5: album. i think shit with mariah right
2: here little nigga
1: i'm a
5: fire there you <go>. as a hockey ring philly nigga i'm flying when i bought the rose royce they thought it was lease then i bought that new ferrari hey the rest in peace hate the rest Rest in peace to the parking lot Phantom so big can't even fit in the parking spot You ain't talking about my niggas Then what you talking about Gangsta moving silence nigga And I don't talk a lot I don't say a word I don't say a word What's up my grind and then I got But I deserve it. fuck nigga Hold up wait a minute Y'all thought I was finished Ooh.
2: Okay. And right here, I'm going crazy at this point. Right. <laughs>
3: I'm
2: going crazy at this point. Yeah. That's how I start off. That's how I start off my workout, man. I promise you. Like that song. That that song right there is my workout start. Sometimes, and I get into it, and I start off soft, and it gets me warmed up. And by the time the beat gets going, I'm ready to get crazy and uh, get pumped. All right. Fucking a. We'll keep this going. So, so that's my number five, man. And I'm just speaking from the heart where I come from. Like, that's one of my favorite number intros to a hip hop album. Damn. I'll tell you and what. It's grimy. Yeah, like it. It's greasy. It's like, it's, it's, it's McMill's dope.
0: And it didn't sound like he had a hook on there. It sounded like he just was coming with straight bars.
2: It was nothing but straight bars the entire <laughs> song. He just literally didn't stop the entire time. The only thing that changes is the tempo of the song. And he flips it and it goes right into another like, you know, another spread of cadences. I think it's dope. That's my number five, man. Number five. All right. Yeah. yeah. Number four. So, my next song. Now, this song right here is a song that's very memorable to me. And I'm going I'm to I'm tell you this right now about this song. I used to bang this song in the very first car that I owned, which was passed down from my mother. Um, it was an Astro minivan, right? She had an Astro minivan. She had four kids. You know what I mean? She literally got the minivan for all of us to be able to live in this car now this car gets passed down to me i'm the oldest of uh, my four siblings
0: i got passed down a minivan too
2: did <laughs> you did, really i did hey, hey. <laughs> Yeah. <Yep. laughs> so so i had these uh so i had these uh these bose speakers right that uh they, they weren't even car speakers they were house speakers but these are in the back of my fucking car i used to bang this song in this wide open spaced minivan. So this bass used to hit and drop so fucking hard on this damn song that it literally made the like your gut just shake on the inside of your body. Nice. And uh, shit, how old was I? 17 maybe at this time. So I just got my license and this was literally like my, my song. When I got in my car, I wanted to feel my body ripple and shake. So this, this, <laughs> okay, this, yeah, so this is uh, this is Twista, one of the fastest rappers. Twista, he, he, was, he was in the Guinness Book of World Records uh, for the world's fastest rapper at one point in time. He's from Chicago. The name of this song is Adrenaline Rush, and uh, yeah, man, this is just fucking my number four. It's fucking dope. Okay, let's
0: get yeah. into this a little bit. Beast. It's
2: actually, amazing. So let about it. Okay, I don't remember ah, this. Man. Yeah. Ha. 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 Ah look at that
0: base. Okay, I remember this. Oh shit
2: pain like two bad nurses in the pain from knees here I don't know who this guy is right here but he's uh, kind of bringing it in for Twista so.
0: yeah it's like uh, you know the last Boy Scout bringing in Buss a Bus on his album yeah. you know
2: and that's a good way to you know pick up your team man bring in like the homie to start off your album you know for sure fuck yeah so you got some everybody, crew everybody has to hear him now you know like I got some
5: Make wanna jump the
0: It's kinda of funny that you pick twista as your is uh, your number four. Yeah. It kinda it, I feel like it kinda coincides with my number four a little bit. Uh we'll oh, that's get true. into that in a little bit. So, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, this song's banging. Yeah, this is definitely a, a hype way to set the album off—a show, yeah, the show, adrenaline yeah, rush, twist. Just,
2: just an amazing op- album opener for sure, man. I, I don't know. I stand by that completely. That's my number four. One of the best hip hop intros of all time. Fake ass radio show. Sweet. What number three? Yeah, moving on to my number three, man. This uh, this album uh, was like my eye opener to this particular artist. Um I listened to this album and uh, I, I gave him a second chance where I was in a mindset of uh kind of being closed minded to uh a particular style of music. Um but this is Drake, man. Drake's uh take care album. Like to start that album off, there was there were I, I, I must admit, as an artist, he he got me in touch with what he was trying to say. I I started to understand him a little bit more as an artist when I listened to this album. And um, the the beginning of this album, over My Dead Body, is the opening track. And, uh, you know, I I guess you just have to take a step back and, like, listen to the lyrics, feel the vibe. And, like, you know, and and where I was at, I wanted to hear Beastie Bars. I wanted to hear MCs. I want to hear, uh, you know, some battle rap shit almost. And that's just kind of, like, where I come from in a little, like, you know, particular place of me in my hip hop but like I I took a step back and I actually I felt Drake for a minute and he really painted a picture and I felt him as an artist and from that point on like I started to listen to him a little differently I went back into his catalog I became a fan at that point so I started listening to his new catalog and yeah this was just like I don't know man I I, I must say one of my one of my favorite hip hop albums it's definitely in my top 10 just to be completely honest with you so it's uh, over my dead body Drake okay
0: I like the shit with the piano intros, huh? Yeah, it's sexy, man. <laughs> the good feeling. The good feeling shit. It's,
2: uh, it builds, you know what I mean? Right. How
1: I feel.
0: Feeling,
2: that's feeling yeah. good. Yeah, it builds up, you know what I mean? Yeah. It,
1: uh, over me. <laughs>
5: think I killed everybody in the game last year, man, fuck it, I was on, though. And I thought I found a girl of my dreams at the strip club. Mm-mm, oh, fuck
0: no. it, I was wrong, though. Oh, Sounding no. clean, real clean vocals.
5: Tax-free, Nowadays, six figures when they text me. Oh, well, Talk. guess you lose some and win some. Long as the outcome is income. You know I want it all.
0: Kind of sings this hook, too. Shout I like girl. when rappers Let do that shit. Sing their hook. Sing their from. verse a little bit. Somebody Let's say, sing the verse. From. Yeah, you know me well, nigga. Yeah, I mean you ain't
5: the only real nigga. They got me on these white women like seal niggas, slave to the pussy, but I'm just playing a field, nigga. Yeah, all these people really discussing my career again, asking if I'll be going to back them in a year. <laughs> Mars. What did no I Mike say that?
0: Still got man,
5: your flows me yeah, been man.
0: <laughs> but uh, I like this. I like this too. I haven't heard I haven't heard this brain brain out brain either. The, my first. uh First time I ever heard Drake was uh 0 to 100. Oh, really? That was the
2: first time I'd ever heard him.
0: Wow. And he was so wow. Man, uh, I know he's been around before that, but man, I just kind of slept on that dude.
2: Yeah, I, I must say um this wasn't the first time I listened to Drake cuz I, I got into Drake on his Take Care mixtape album. And that's when I really started to say, "Okay, he's uh he's he's an okay MC." I'm I'm, I'm I've been a hater. Of this singing rapper this singing light-skinned jewish black guy rapper uh, i've been from, a hater i don't hear that from shit, fucking you know canada
0: the, of all places canada, too you know what i mean like
2: <laughs> honestly this this album was the album that cracked the egg and i started looking at him differently as an artist so okay. yeah i i honestly say man real talk take a look and take care and like if you've never liked drake take a l- listen to that album i think it might open you up to a perspective and kind of like bridges the gap he featured uh kendrick lamar that was a that was a song that there was an entire track that was just Kendrick Lamar on the Take Care album. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, game no game one else gave him his own song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, which I have to say, like that's that's a huge shout out as an MC to give somebody their own song on your album. You know what I mean? So, right. like, I don't know, man. Right. I respect Drake as an artist. I think uh, you know he's not an MC, MC, MC. He's not an Eminem. He's not a Rakim. He's in his own lane. He's in his own category. And he. I think he's taking the art to a different platform. And I think we need a Drake in hip-hop all the he time. He's he, like Drake. Yeah, he's the new LL Cool J. And honestly, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we don't have Drake in hip-hop, like, who's bringing the girls to the party? You know what I mean? Like, we can't be Wu-Tang Clan, you know, fucking Fetty Wap all the fucking time. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got, I got what you got you're to saying. Like, Yeah, you gotta let hip hop get a little sexy at spots, and Mm -hmm. I think Drake Drake's necessary for the culture. Like he brings a you know a softer side of hip hop, a softer side of poetry. He sings, he raps, but then he still has that bad boy image that every girl loves and needs. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So LL Cool J, 2017, Drake, "Over My Dead Body," number three for my uh, top intros.
0: I think that's a fair comparison.
2: All right, number three. Tell me your number two. Yeah, my number two, man. This song gets me hype. This has been on the top of another playlist of mine for, like, a hip-hop style. But um, my MC Common. Common Sense, bro. Common. Comment, comment. <laughs> comment's B. It, it, it's it's dope. It's it's my number two. It gets me hype. It makes me feel good. It's something that I can listen to in the early early in the morning to start my day off. And honestly, I listen to music all day long. So this would be a song that I would say, man. Listen to this, put this on the top of your playlist to listen to in the morning. When you're waking up, you're starting your day because it gets you hype. It's like beginning of the playlist, beginning of your day. If you're getting ready to do some homework, I don't give a fuck what it is. Give get ready to have sex with your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Like Common B number two, phenomenal. Yeah, Muscle. fucking yep. A.
0: Check this shit out, and I'm very familiar with this shit right here. It's got this yeah. good, good bass line at the beginning. This like this stand up bass, double bass, whatever they call the shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: And pop this shit up. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. It starts off perfect. Beautiful intro.
0: Kanye West, right?
2: Yeah. Kanye for the beat. Kanye produced this album and did a phenomenal job at it, too. I agree. His whole album was amazing. Yep, I agree. Yeah. This, this is where people don't understand Kanye's genius, too. As a musician and uh, as an artist, you aren't the one made to listen to the music to know what you want. He is the artist that creates the ripple, that creates the new trend. Man, this I, don't, I, don't, nice. I don't care how provocative, raunchy, or sexy it sounds. Like this is great intro music. Fuck yeah!
4: Oh.
5: I wanna be as free as the spirits of those who left. I'm talking Malcolm, Cold Chain, my man Usaf, New Depth, New Conception, you Birth and Resurrection. For Ron's new steps in a
2: direction, the right way.
5: No dissenters,
0: but the fight. And
2: everything good. The beat sounds louder than the vocals for some reason. But hey,
0: hey, they got him buried in there. Yeah, we got him buried in there, but hey, don't I don't mind it.
2: Yeah, but look that song up, man. Uh, That's just fucking
0: uh, a. Great, great, great selection. Your number two. <laughs>
2: was very, That's my number two. I was very familiar with it. Hey, oh. so uh, so so my number one. Number one, my, numero my uno. My number
3: one. Oh, now, Sky, what's going
2: so, hey, man, listen, I, I I told you I had a little story wrapped around this one. And, like, I'm going to say it right now. Mom, forgive me. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> yeah, listen. Okay. So I was, I was about 15 years old, right? I was starting to get into, like, heavy hip-hop, heavy, heavy rapping. And, and at this point in time, I think my father had given me my first – hip-hop cd with cursing on it so at this point in time i felt like the gate was open for me to uh be a man i was a man now at this point you know what i mean right. like i got, first hip-hop album i heard curse words i knew everything that i wanted to think about and say and i wanted to express myself uh it was ghetto boys um we can't be stopped that was my first hip-hop album that i received that Ooh. Lived, with with a uncensored label on it Ooh, now okay now You know, my parents divorced when I was about 14. My mother remarried when I was about maybe uh, 15, 16 or so. So there was a point in time I was living in my house. My, My father moved out. My parents were divorced. And now she had a new boyfriend who eventually ended up being her husband. Nice guy. You know, very, very awesome. Now. So I was a gangster-ass gangster. gangster. That's all I wanted to say. Number one, I was a 15-, 14-year-old gangster-ass gangster. gangster Growing up in the era of time, a gangster rap, I wanted to get serious about everything that I needed to say and needed to talk about because that's what gangster rappers did. They told you exactly what they thought and how they felt, and the beat made you go crazy. Okay. So I was... At my house with my new soon-to-be stepfather living in our house. And I was, um, I don't know, 15, 16 years old again. And I had a friend staying the night and on the occasion of my mother's boyfriend staying the night as well. Okay. So everyone's there. Yes. So late at night, they're off going to sleep, doing their thing. And, of course, at 15, 16 years old, you have your friends stay the night. You're staying up for a minute. You're chill. You're cool. You're chilling. You're, chillin', you're having a fun time. Listen right. to the music talking about boobs, talking about girls, talking about things you shouldn't be talking about and being raunchy and little what little 14, 15, 16-year-olds do. Right. All of a sudden, this strike of 1 o'clock in the morning, you hear this moaning Groaning sound of two men and women coming back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Back and forth. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, whoa. God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Listen here. Hold on. What's happening? What's happening? Now, first of all, no one wants to hear that shit, but you've heard that shit, but you heard that shit with your mother and father at some point in time. If you ever grew up in a house with your mother and father in the house? And you yep. thought to yourself, yeah, I hope to get this over with as soon as possible. Dad, be done. Three minutes done. Thank you. Right. Well, it is I a little, the- uh, little awkward. Have you ever dealt with that before? I have. <laughs> I, I think every I child has, especially, especially if you have younger siblings. Of course, you have. Especially you're right. if you're the oldest child. You've definitely heard mother and father having sex to eventually have a child. Nine months later, baby go. stomach. Boom. Ah, eventually, you get to reproductive health class and you understand everything. Well, speeding the story along, I heard this. I had a friend over. Um, My friends started to giggle, and then there was the gangster-ass side of me that came out, and I felt like I needed to express myself as best as possible. So these same Bose speakers that were in the back of my very first minivan, when I used to play the song Twista, that was my number four tonight. Right. um, I walk upstairs, because I was hanging out in the basement with my buddy, and I turn on this song that we're about to play right now. At full blast with both speakers, probably to about the one minute and forty-five, maybe two minute point, shut it off and went back downstairs and didn't hear a thing for the rest <laughs> of the night. And this song is this <laughs> the is
3: dedicated intro to
0: the
6: niggas that was down from Dr. day Drake. one. Welcome to death, row.
0: Like we always
6: do about Uh-oh. this time. <laughs> Earth, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god.
5: Yeah, this
0: will shut up your fucking parents real quick you <laughs> play this shit, right?
4: If the house
1: rattles
4: <laughs> As
2: loud as it possibly could oh. the the bass that rattled my car from the inside, gutting core from Twisters number four Adrenaline Rush, rattled the house where I said one day, yes, these speakers must go in my car.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> endorsement, Bose. Endorsement. Bose. Bose the motherfucking best speakers you could ever have in your life. Bose speakers made the house rattle that day. And <laughs> There was an impression with Dr. Dre's chronic album at that point. I went back downstairs and my my friend looked me in the fucking face and said, Bro, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, nuts. Oh, God, sincerely you're nuts. Oh, God.
6: You're crazy. Motherfucking. Talking some shit. Talking
2: some right shit. Right yeah. Right
0: yeah. Right.
2: yeah, but my stepfather dealt with some, uh, Crazy heathens after that, cause we were just uh, we were just rambunctious heathens that uh, like knew that he was just the bounce back bro after the divorce and like he had to get in, get out, and move on and move forward and uh, yeah, my father and my mother both um, remarried. They both remarried. They both divorced since. Um, so yeah, man. <laughs> That's my number one. <laughs> yeah, That's how, that shit goes down in my, a special place in my heart. There you for, go. Uh, my number one hip hop intro to an album. I think it bangs. I think it rocks. And uh, I used it that particular day to let just let my stepfather know you're about to deal with some motherfucking
0: gangsters. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <That's
0: what sucks. laughs> All right, we'll see it. I like your list, man. Your list is hey, good. Man. Shout out to you for your list. <laughs> I Mom, it. I'm sorry, but that's, that's my number one, and that's why. And that's why. Never forget it. Never Blah. forget it. Um, all right, fuck. Let's get into mine here. My number yeah, five, yeah, my mm-hmm. numero cinco, is uh, Jay-Z, the Black Album, 2003. And I'm actually kind of cheating um, because there is um, t- technically the first song is an interlude, I'll play a little bit of it, but yeah, this, isn't, cool. this isn't what I. This isn't what I. Uh, what I really dig, um, you know, it's this, and then it's got some little, some little battle over the front of it, right? Yeah. This goes on for like a minute, and then uh, it,
3: yeah, you kind of hear it a
0: little bit, and then it fades out, right? It fades out, and then uh, what happens is uh, the second song starts. And yeah. uh, it's I—that's what I'm calling the intro, the intro song, and it uh, it features Hova's own Ma Dukes herself, and uh, she's kind of telling a story of a about a young Jay Z and how awesome he was when he was even when we was little, uh, between the verses, and uh, yeah. it's kind of cute. So uh, and and kind of like much like a, a lot of the songs, uh, intros you were sporting, uh, it's a. Got a good feeling to it, good feeling start, <laughs> and um, a lot of great albums have, uh, have those great happy feeling starts to them. Um, this is one of them. Um, yeah. We played Common uh, B, I think Common Resurrection, that album, 1994, that's another happy album. Uh, so, oh
2: yeah,
0: um, great intro. Yeah, so let's get into something, uh, let's stay in the, the mode of, of happy here with Pova's Mom. What? Yeah. Triumphant
1: Sean was born December 4th, weighing in at 10 pounds, 8 ounces. He yeah. was the last of my four children. Uh, the only one great intro,
2: by the way. Had, right. This is good.
1: My that's how I knew that he was a oh.
0: Just Blaze. <laughs> just Blaze on the beat. 680-95.
4: Miss you till you said
6: are you gone. So on that note I'm leaving after the song. So you ain't gotta feel no way about Jay so long.
0: But at least let me tell you why I'm this way. Hold, Hold on. Who yeah. is see by Glory yeah. Car and that's right. This uh, uh, yeah, this is, this is a good right. Jay Z intro. You could probably say that any Jay-Z album, <laughs> the intro for yeah. any <laughs> Jay-Z album can be uh can be number five, right?
2: Oh man, Jay-Z's so great. He's ill. He's he ill. Is. Yeah.
0: So, so yeah, Jay-Z uh coming in uh for uh at number five for me
2: number five uh, that's a great intro man I, I, I must say
0: moving right along though and I, we talked about uh your number four and how yeah. uh, how i kind of thought it was a, a, a sort of a coincidence to mine um my number four uh from the album e 1999 eternal Ooh. bone thugs in harmony from 1995 this is called The introduction Okay.
2: Oh, Scav. Okay. <laughs> okay, hip-hop DJ. All right. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tip my hat to you oh. with this one. Oh. That, that's
0: a that's a good one. This shit is good. Here, let's get it going. Yay. Hey. Oh, my God.
1: Welcome to the dark side. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> hey, Clint, Clint. Yeah. It's classic.
0: Yeah. Classic, right? Fuck <laughs> you, classic. <laughs> oh, man, as soon as this, yeah. this bass comes in here, <laughs> oh, bass starts yeah. to hit. Here it comes. Yeah. You know the Bose the fuck the are
1: The Bose speakers. I'm
2: going to be for it right now. Everything's about to happen.
0: The Bose this speakers like were
3: rocking shit. back in the day. It you damn. know your Bose. The Bose fans. The
2: Bose speakers were banging the shit out the inside of the Astro minivan. Oh, here we go. I think it's the 89 Asheville minivan, two-tone. Oh, yeah. So dark. That's a big effort.
0: Yeah, I was going to say the last song had a happy feel to it, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of songs that have a lot of dark intros, too, and that's pretty much where mine go from here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, yeah. this song has the devil himself uh, uh, with a guest yeah. appearance on here. <laughs> Abs fucking uh, <laughs> I remember this album came out four months after Easy e passed, all right, and uh, I knew he was working with these guys, so I kind of, yeah. I kind of... Hung on every word of this album, you know, wondering Absolutely. how good it would be, you know, his last kinda his last work. And uh it was. It was fucking fantastic. They're not my favorite group, but uh you can't deny that this was a
2: great album and uh, a fucking great intro. I
3: and mean, it Bro. it's
2: hard as fucked. When 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 this shit came out, I became the unofficial member of Bone Thugs and Harmony. (laughs) I I I became the Detroit member of Bone Thugs and Harmony. I grew my hair out. My hair was long. It went down to like beyond the middle of my back. Like I was Busy Bones' little brother. You started the Detroit coalition. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I started I started the Detroit Mo Thugs coalition like <laughs> I, I, I grew my hair out. My hair was long. I had an afro. I was a, this light skinned cat. Like I remember going to see uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony in concert uh, outside of the palace. Actually, this is a fucked up story because I just have t- talked about this with my buddy uh, this week. Uh, we, we were actually getting off of the elevator because we actually had VIP um, seating. And uh, as we got off this elevator, these girls they were coming onto the elevator, and they seen me, and they went, "Oh
3: my god!"
2: And, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, 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 hi!" <laughs> they thought I was busy bone for a minute, the way I my my style was rocking back then. Right. Uh, and uh, this particular <laughs> concert, this particular concert, because I was just talking about this shit to my homie Dan. Shout out, Dan O'Tini. Um, Fucking, we seen Eminem selling his Infinite album, and we talked to him on the way into this particular concert, believe it or not. Oh, shit. He was selling it outside in the front of the Palace of Arbon Hills. I bullshit you not. That's
3: what ask you asked had to brother, do. That's what you had brother,
2: to do. Ask my brother Magnum Opus. But it was, uh, it, you know, uh, Bone thugs and harmony man, fucking, they were some of the beastiest MCs of the time. Phenomenal. They, yeah. yeah. And they
0: rapped fast too, kind of like Twista. So uh, yeah, that's why it's kind of funny. Did. Our number four is kind of, kind of sort of match up a little bit. Yeah, I think for they sure. might did they have some beef. They might have had some beef.
2: Yeah, they did. But, of yeah. course, you know, because it was yeah. a a challenge at the time. Who was the fastest rapper? And of course, if 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 I'm not the best, don't even come close to me. I'm going to be the best. You know, so right. uh, I think uh yeah, man, I, I think that was a that was an awesome spar to even have happen. I thought it brought a a dope highlight to hip-hop and the intricate ways of, like, rapping. You know what I mean? Like, I think Twista, Bone Thugs, Crucial Conflict, I think they, like, brought the element of what Busta Rhymes and, like, Eminem rap god even could even exist off of. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it, you know, it was a platform that had to exist for even this song to even exist. Right. It's like, how fast can you rap? Like like Eminem knew what the fuck he was doing. He's a scientist with rap
3: for sure. so what
2: he well, so what did he do? He got inducted to, into the Guinness Book of World Records for the most words in a song because he rapped so many fucking words on rap God. you know what I mean? Like that song
0: is fucking ridiculous too. yeah, he knows song. what he's
2: doing. He knows what he's doing, but he did that to surpass anything he could beyond what Twister could do and he rapped so many fucking words in a song and he just you know, rap God. Like what, else, what, like, what else do you name a song that your intention is to up the bar for rappers in hip-hop? Right. That's why he's a rap god. You know what I mean? Like, sure. he knows what the fuck he's doing. He's the, I'm done.
0: And he learned from Bone. Yeah. <laughs> my number four. Moving on to my number three. And uh, let's get into uh, a little bit of my man's second album here. Uh, we're talking about Cage. Cage uh-huh. Kennels. And uh, the name of the song is Good Morning. And it's from oh. 2005. We're Gosh. going back to 2005. And uh, yeah, again, with the, with, the, with the dark shit, with the hype shit, though.
1: Great um, intro.
0: This is, uh, this is off Death Jukes. He had just yeah. uh, moved from his, uh, from his one gotcha. label, Eastern Conference, yeah. over to Death Jukes, which was LP's label at the time. And it was sort of a yep. controversial move very much yeah cage claims uh, he didn't get promoted enough but uh so now he's getting some help from lp uh he produced this beat el producto many many moons ago and yeah it it builds up yep it builds up into some hype shit i have this instrumental i have introed one of our episodes with this song (laughs) with the instrumental yeah, I can't remember which one, but this shit's fucking dope. Damn,
5: this Holiness, is five crabs, senders, stars, Street, is i Feel
0: like
5: he's it's a
0: bit like more rock band. A bit more conscious. Uh, Of what he's saying on this album. Uh, I don't think he says
2: bitch, the word bitch, once. Um, I I love that intro bar. He says, walk like I'm from the hood, hair like an indie rock band. Yeah. Yeah. Like that just, that describes Cage so well. It's stupid. Here's LP right here on the hook.
0: Super half successful
2: part, now. Half part of one of the jewels. Definitely on the Come on now. Alert, my Good morning.
0: Yep, yep. Of Setting it off just yep. right. Getting the head bobbing. Yep. Getting the head bobbing right off the bat. Right off the bat. A little yeah, more, man, little that, more that, political, that, too. Talking that, to politics yeah. and shit.
2: Yeah. Talking about a, politics. That's ill... That's an ill song, Scam, I must say, man. I I tip my hat again to you with that selection. Yeah, that one
0: always gets me rocking whenever I do it.
2: God damn. Yeah, I I, I have to pause for a minute. I I must say, that is an ill fucking song. Please look that up, fake-ass radio show listeners, because that song just like, ugh, like half of Run the Jewels, Def Jux, LP, you went back on some hip-hop shit right yep. there, man. I must, I must say, I, I I, salute my hat to you, real talk, <laughs> for that selection. Cage Kennels.
0: Cage. Cage Kettles. 2005, the song's called Good Morning from his album, yes. Hell's Winter. Uh, uh, I, I, I could talk about that intro for five minutes if you let me. <laughs> Let's talk about this uh, next intro, my number two.
2: Yeah, what you got, man?
0: It's, uh, well, let me just play it. In today's music news. The ever-controversial Tupac Shakur
5: had just released another album under the alias Machiavelli. Music insiders are running wild
4: trying to rearrange other artistry dates in fear of a wipeout retail inner-chart
3: movement.
0: So it's like Although a news, news brief.
1: brief. Resources yeah. tell me a number of less fortunate rappers have joined together in conspiracy to assassinate the character of not only Mr. Shakur but of Death
0: Row Records as well. Right. The Machiavelli. Yeah. Uh, from the album The Don Caluminati. The Die seven day theory Starts mm-hmm. out with this Yeah this news report And shit And um Yeah This was his fifth And final album Yeah And it was released Two months after his death So again Hanging on every Fucking word Of this album yep. By this point I've already rewound uh, uh, Rewound the song A couple times Just cause I don't Want to miss anything
2: Yep It's
0: about Niggas and
2: bitches
0: Riders and punks. Which side are you on? Very angry album.
4: These niggas are still fucking talking. You niggas still breathing. Fucking roaches. It's the brave old cockroach. All day. Oh, motherfuckers. That's the way I'm going off. Introduction to how album. That's the way I'm going off. Allow me to introduce. That's the way I'm spirit.
2: It's like the Holy Father. Yeah, like a motherfucker.
0: Yeah, this shit was hype as fuck when it came out.
2: (laughs) Super angry, you know? And honestly, man, you had to understand Tupac to understand the intro to this album, too. Right. Ooh. This was one of those,
0: kind of one of those, uh, another one of those, uh, like Chris Cornell. This was like an exercise in life.
1: Um, yeah, you know, one
0: of my one of my favorite artists is gone, and uh, yeah. now I've got to try to to live without him. So um, it's kind of shocking to hear him uh,
2: still talk that shit on this album too after he's gone. You know, and uh, you know, I can't say that was completely Tupac's spirit after he was gone. I must say that I say his last album was All Eyes on Me because I think every, everything else after that was like. Kind of a dimension of Tupac that was left behind by Suge Knight. Right. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, trust the uh, the spirit of Tupac after All Eyes on Me. I feel okay. like All Eyes All, All Eyes on Me was Tupac's last living album. Anything after an artist dies, like I, I don't have much heart and spirit really in that, other than. Looking back and just knowing this is a catalog that could have been recorded and put together in any type of fashion.
0: Okay, all right, I'll give you that. You know what I mean? They're, They're so, claiming nah. that this is his fifth and final studio album. So,
2: yeah, and, and, you know, yeah. and, and, and that's but what I they respect. Say, what you're saying yeah, that makes the, that
0: makes sense because I mean, yeah. how many how many fucking extra albums has he put out like posthumously? You
2: know, so. Yeah. And after you're dead, you know what I mean? Like how many like you can't sign anything else to say, yeah, that's official. I like that. You're not necessarily the artist after that. Like anybody can take your vocals and do whatever they want with them. Right. Technically, sure. you know what I mean? So like Prince after he's dead, like if anything comes like if you die like February 3rd, 19, whatever, 2000, whatever, like after that point. Anything that you release publicly at that point, I don't trust being your spirit anymore. You're dead. You're no longer on planet Earth. Right. Like you're your your co for any music at this point can be obstructed by the rest of the our fucking tyrannical humans that are here <laughs> trying to gourd out your eyes and just make another dollar off anything that you say and do. You know right. what I mean? Like right. Michael Jackson, you, you died on the day you died. That's it. You know what I mean? Everything else from this point is, is is fucking promotion to fucking make the rest of the money that can be made off of this man before he turns, before he rots and turns into dust. <laughs> right. And, fucking, and aliens find his weird body one day and go, what the fuck is this? Milk him
0: for all he's worth still.
2: <laughs> so. Yeah, so anyways.
0: Machiavelli, may he rest yeah. in peace. <laughs> Tupac. Yeah. Um, that song's called Bomb First. Yeah. my second reply yeah. and uh yeah again great uh great song great album angry and uh, he's consistent with that uh, angry theme all the way through um so yeah if that song needs no uh introduction uh it just needs to be dropped Then this my number one is the same it needs no introduction it just needs to be dropped so here we go
1: when i was little my father was famous
3: great.
1: He was the greatest samurai in the Empire. And he was the Shogun's decapitator. Mm-hmm. He cut off the heads of 131 lords. It was a bad time for the Empire. The Shogun just Dang. stayed inside his castle and he Dang never bro. came out. Oh, shit. People said his brain was infected by devils. Shout out my father would my homie
2: Chris Hedrick he who just passed away this past week
1: he was a he
2: was, uh, Wu-Tang him. head he fanatic oh man and, and, and bro I feel problem. like you uh vicariously picked this song to be the number one for the shout out to the homie Chris and um he just passed away this week salute because his funeral is going to be on June 9th and um i love you and miss you chris and there couldn't be a better song this guy could have picked to be number one because uh you were the old dirty bastard outside of the real one you were the realest motherfucker that i could have ever met you could have you always kept it real and you did exactly what you wanted to do and um no one has a single bad thing to say about you other than that you were the realest motherfucker and Great song selection, yeah. staff. Number one, oh, this day is definitely for day this is, day day day. is definitely for Chris Ejikome. Shout out. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Genius, Jezza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The genius jizz, uh, liquid swords, yeah.
0: Yeah, sorry to hear about your boy, man.
2: Yeah, man. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, kinda and, touched yeah, a- honestly, touched a nerve with you there. Yeah, and I- I'm not gonna lie to you, bro, that's how, like, spirits talk and shit, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, you don't even know what it happens, but, like, you know, like, that's- that's his shout-out, and I hope everybody that, uh, had a spirit for, uh, for fucking Chris Listen to this episode, and like, can we we can give a salute to him in a moment of silence? And just say, "Yo, Chris, you were the realest motherfucker, and we all fucking love and miss you." And you know what I'm saying? Like, your spirit lives on, bro. Every single time I listen to a Wu Tang song, I will salute you. You had the tattoo on your arm, bro. Really, realest kid I could ever say I met. Word, and I stand by I, and I that. <laughs> <laughs> Scab, good number one man liquid swords just a genius word what up though?
0: thank you thank you very much i think it's pretty damn good uh good list myself yeah put a lot, sure, of, thought man. A lot of thought man there. just a genius Great there. liquid swords 1995 liquid swords. uh shogun assassin is the sample yeah. used uh at the beginning there and uh pretty much throughout the record also uh consistently dark and uh yeah, uh, many many Woo albums with many great intros, but uh, I think that's the best one of them all. Oh I man, I think that one's my favorite. And uh, yeah, RZA, RZA on the beat there, RZA RZA. One of the one of the best, man. Great, great fucking selection. Well, uh, yes. Thank you again.
2: Thank you Beastie. again. So, great for selection.
0: Well, we've been fucking playing music the whole fucking episode, man. Let's uh let's get into some of uh some more of our shit then.
2: It's the music all right? time. All right, let's do this. That's dope.
1: We free the people with music. Sweet we free the people with music. Sweet we free the people with music. With music. With music. Oh, music.
0: oh, man. My goodness. We're playing lots of music tonight. Tell you what. We're each only going to do <laughs> one. Cool. <laughs>
3: Okay.
0: Yeah, let's only play, we'll each only play one tonight, man. We'll keep it light because we're kind of going a little bit long. Kind of going a okay. little bit long. There's one more thing I want to talk about. to so tell you yep. what. We already kind of teased your song you were going to play at the beginning, Ice Cube. Yeah. So that's the
2: one you're going to go with. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the one I'm busting out tonight, Is man. this new Ice Cube? Yeah, this is new Ice Cube, man. This actually, this should just dropped this last week, man. Okay. All right. Yeah. I like Ice Cube. I did not and, uh, like that
0: last movie that he was in with Charlie from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, uh, Fist Fight. I did not like that movie.
2: You know what? You know what's so funny is um, you didn't like it. I didn't even know about it.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not missing much then. It's probably better that you don't know about it. I'm sure Ice
2: Cube would want it that way. Yeah. So, but anyways, what's his new shit all about? Uh, you know, this actually, this new shit is—it's um, off Death Certificate's 25th anniversary album. Okay. So this was a, a re-release, but this was the—this is a new track off of the re-release of the anniversary album called "Only One Me," where uh, where Ice Cube is actually trying to let you know that he better be in your top three best rappers of all time. <laughs> oh, okay. How do you feel about that? That's hilarious. He, Yes, and he, uh, he he wants to let you know he was there from the beginning. He helped write the script. And uh, everything that you understand and know about hip-hop was a part of his consciousness and thinking. Okay. All right, fucking A. So, so we'll take it there. And, um, yo, I honestly appreciate this NWA more than most people can understand. He is one of the most beastie rappers of all time. And uh, this is off his death certificate album, the 25th anniversary only one me, Ice Cube, with Scab D and Gene Techman on the Fake Ass Radio Show, you silly little really birds. Check
4: the original, check the original. Yes, y'all niggas digital, the, the, the pyroclastic flow, it's insane, Ify, baby, baby. motherfuckers love me, young ass party. niggas, they Isy wanna thug on Wish I was, their godfather, sell drugs for me But all they can do is tap cuz for me Look homie, you can be my crony If you figure how to get a check, out of some. Oh lord, oh lord, thought I was preaching to the choir When I'm in this pool, pit, I might catch them flying Glass full of gas, do you got a lighter? Hand full of ass, why should I retire? Why? The shit I spit might on a my side To throw these lies in a lake full of fire Nothing fine in my fucking rims and my thighs And I world to the wise You better fucking recognize that I've been on the block since Bitches did the watch since Boy Damian kept and Damien, Gabby Watson and Socks Nigga told you Pac how to keep it gang Keep it I'm sure Big knows how to release his anger Who came before me? Melly Mel, Ice t King T, KRS And the homie Chuck D TMC, nigga, know your history. If Q ain't top three, then use a bitch to me. Ice Q. The name will live in it for me. As the young nigga, that ain't been an easy. With Tabasco, you the last So I would ask for if I had to leave no house and walk into a house The drink that I pull out The weed that I blow out It's on for my nigga Big hurt when I show out So what, you from the gutter We all had to struggle if you got a black mother We all had to scrap with our uncles and our brothers Bedroom window, no curtains, just covers Motherfuckers, always claim to be the hardest But these motherfuckers never claim to be the smartest I'm an artist at a rigor mortis You silly rabbit nigga, here come the tortoise Fast and smooth it's smooth and slow, and that's how you get it 20 years in a row, and that's how you get 20 years in the hole, pretend that your ass ain't got no soul, grab that cold ass white man, steal, Cat pills, run like an oil spill, Big drill, found him in the landfill, you got 30 years, but you my man still, fuck them tears. pony Montana, caught you in Montana, extradited dotted Atlanta. you when I'm
0: Gangster shit. My shit. goodness, that song's fucking banging. Takes me back. Cube, Cube classic. Takes me back. Makes me feel young again. Yeah. Fake ass radio show. Scab D. Gene Tackman. Ice Yo. Cube. Yo. That new shit. Yeah, Cube, I man. like it. I he's, dig it. He's a great. He's a great rapper, man.
2: He 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 did pave the
0: way. I agree, 100.
2: He's yeah, the yeah. Uh, he's the prototype. One of the original guys is the prototype.
0: He the prototype um let's see let's fucking move it right along i want to talk about this real quick um let's talk about kathy griffin yeah (laughs) and all this bullshit yeah um it would seem uh the you know in the last what i'd say week and a half the um the uh, comedians get your whole career fucked up gods um Hmm. we're out in full force and um again it started with uh with kathy griffin AKA garbage. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> did, you see, did you see that little black kid uh, try to spell garbage?
1: Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs>
5: Brayden, I give it to you, Brayden. Brayden, oh shit, you ready? You ready? I'm gonna give you a heart. Spell garbage. G A R B I T C H.
0: <laughs> and then he, he dabs the fuck out, too. I love it.
2: <laughs> he was so excited.
0: The dad's like, Dad, that's wrong.
2: <laughs> he was so excited for himself. Yeah, He, he thought he won the cake. Like, Spell- I'm winning this spelling bee, goddammit. Garbage.
0: That kid's hilarious. Um, Garbage. Kathy Griffin, though. Everyone saw her little stunt, right? Everyone saw her little video. She posted her little video, right? And uh, it is violent. It's violent, that shit. I'm sorry. And uh, you can be a nonviolent person like she's claiming to be and still think some violent shit, right? But unfortunately, now it's, it's gone past her audience, which was where it was supposed to stay. And now it's going all the way up to the POTUS himself. Okay, so now she's in trouble uh, with not only uh, the Secret Service and uh, with CNN, which is the network that's given her her gig for the last ten years, but uh, yeah. she's offended her own audience and uh, even people who hate Donald Trump, <laughs> right? Even Chelsea Clinton is like that fucking garbage, wrong for that shit. Man, fucking you, that fucking that was fucked
2: up. You know, I um, I I actually want to agree, but pleasantly disagree on the subject of Kathy Griffin on this one. But uh, I I I. Simply just think like at a certain point she took an image of how she felt and the the expression of the First Amendment, f- freedom of speech, and everything that represents like comedy and what it is and kind of you have to push the envelope to even get people to even understand or even like take a look at anything, even if it is wrong and raunchy. And with her not even B-class career, she's like sitting on a D-class career, so I'm not even trying to credit her. In any way, shape, or form. But what she did isn't too far off from Eminem, to be honest with you.
0: No. It's her job to kind of do some edgy shit. Yeah. Right? And uh, I have no problem with that. You don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it. So she does and does that shit. And then, like in the text you sent to me uh, shortly after that,
1: uh, uh,
0: Bill Maher, (laughs) he goes and sees with all this attention she's getting, right? And uh, he sort of has one of these, his own, uh, hey, Kathy, hold my beer garbage moments.
3: Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs>
0: and then he goes on his show on HBO, okay? And um, he says
1: this. Wow, um, I've got to get to Nebraska more. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. We'd love to have you work in the fields with us. <laughs> work in the fields? That's part of that. seven. <laughs> I'm a house nigga. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> <laughs> right?
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Hmm? Edgy joke, right? And now, so people are pissed at him now, and they're demanding that HBO terminate him, and then they're urging venues to not book him anymore. And um, like I said earlier, I say kudos to both of them, right? Those were my initial yeah. reactions to both of these situations. I was like, sweet. Yeah. Some edgy shit, some comedians doing some edgy shit. I like yeah. it. I like to see yeah. people squirm from yeah. the shit, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Bill Maher might be using that uh, that white privilege a little bit with his joke, right? He could. I don't know. A little bit of that white privilege going on there, but it's still a good joke, right? Yeah. Still a I good mean, joke.
2: Yeah. And I, you have to analyze it in a couple different perspectives, because if, if Dave Chappelle was... I would laugh. The, That's so funny. I would laugh if Dave Chappelle said that shit. Right. So, no, you know, like, I, I I must say, I, I for some weird reason, I have a little bit of forgiveness for the way he, like, threw that joke out there. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong. So I, I don't even want to, like, get co-signed with anything too crazy. But, like, the way he said it, I don't know. I just had a little bit of forgiveness yeah. the way he said it, because, like, hmm.
0: Backlash from him might not be as bad uh, uh, for his shit, though. You know what I'm saying? He didn't, uh, he didn't fucking threaten uh, a current president, right? You know that
2: shit. That shit looked violent. That shit yeah. looked violent as fuck. Yeah, I mean, again, like I said, it's it's nothing that we haven't seen before on any other display of anything else. Like Ted Nugent did the same thing. He said, you know, Obama should be hung, and you know, next thing you know, he's eating dinner with Trump. And it's kind of the sport of like pulling politics strings. You know, you, you want once you have a story, you could run with it and say it's the worst thing ever. Like, that's what the news media does. That's what CNN does. That's what Fox does. They they pull the strings of like what's in the favor of their political party. The shit really looked like fucking
0: Donald Trump too. that fucking head.
2: Oh, yeah. That was I mean, a it good, was
0: supposed to It's a good prosthetic, man.
2: No, like she and she said like it was supposed to. She t- had one of her assistants go to the store and grab like a Trump mask. I was gonna say who was,
0: fucking did the head? That's what I'm wondering. We know who the photographer was, man. Who did the fucking head? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who did
2: the fucking it, 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 head? It, yeah, and I, I think that I think it was fucking like Michael Myers. Disgusting. I I really do. The picture yeah. when you like recycle it over and over again, it was. Yeah. But so, but it's not it, it's not anything that super shocks me in the uh, in the world of like you know. Fucking raunchy media so she's getting some uh she's getting all this backlash
0: st- uh from this shit this Michael Myers yeah. shit and uh um, right you know parents parents out there they're like my kids saw that shit and so now she that even the parents are like pissed off and you know you my, I say fuck your kids that's my stance yeah it's a parent's job I'm talking to you parents me <laughs> the guy with no kids. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> It's a It's it's your job to protect your kids, you know, right? from whatever you don't want them
2: seeing, right? There is pornography out there.
0: Yeah, parents have to know by now where the disturbing images uh, are. You know, the, the news. It's on Facebook. It's on Twitter. Um, that show the Jersey Shore. You know, the disturbing images are fucking everywhere. So it's it's their job to make sure they don't fucking see it. Yep. If they don't think they can handle it,
2: it's scab. I agree with you, bro.
0: And then if they do see some shit, you know, God forbid, you know, then uh oh, it's it's time to, to to it's parent time again. And then you got to explain what the fuck they just saw, so they aren't fucking mortified. Or you better sit their ass in front of the fucking tablet, and you you put on the the Secret of Nim or Fantasia or some other dark cartoon, and you say, Junior, the world is a dark fucked up place now. You better get fucking used to it and just prep them early with the fucked up movies.
2: Yeah. Hey, get your kids ready for life. Whether it's The Dark Crystal, Forrest Gump, (laughs) Showgirls, fucking Debbie Does Dallas. Show them some movies. Fucking Menace to Society. I don't give a fuck. Like, life is going to happen. So get the fuck over it. Like, honestly. Better to prep them early. Kathy Griffin is comedy porn. She did it fucking hardcore, and she got come on her face at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like, she, you know, she made herself look silly. She has to wipe it off, live another day, and she'll get right back on her fucking horse and do her raunchy-ass comedy porn. She lost a couple jobs, but guess what? I'm sure there's a bunch of people that are booking her right now because of all the publicity at the end of the day.
0: Possibly.
2: Yeah. So,
0: anyways... um, I, uh, again, I was initially happy when I saw what they did. Yeah. yeah. Again, two edgy comedians doing their thing and uh, mixing it up. But then they both did something after that that kind of astounded me. Uh, they both saw the backlash. And instead of doing what any good comedian, uh, I think, would normally do and, and think to themselves, any any press is good press and just ride it out, they both decided to do some fucking damage control and apologize immediately,
2: right? Yeah. And try to remove it,
0: you know, off the net. Like, it never happened, you know? Yeah. Uh, Which is kind of a a weak move to me, I think. I think that's bullshit. I think uh, you do something like that, you you fucking own it. Fucking own that shit. Embrace it. Yeah. Don't take that shit back.
2: You're right. You you, You should run with what you feel.
0: Especially a comedian yeah too and you know i feel like mm-hmm. i can't take either of these fucking clowns seriously anymore right <laughs> i can't that's what i feel like that's what gives a, an edgy comic uh their power is when they say something and they don't apologize for it right they own it right right fucking uh you know richard richard never apologized no you're right fucking george right. george never apologized you're right i'm referring to the two greatest comics to ever live um Richard Lewis and, uh, George Lopez. And, uh, yeah, I'm thinking of her, <laughs> her apologizing, right? This apology, I'll tell you what, in a court of law, that's, that's admitting guilt to me. Yeah. Right. And, uh, I'll, that, I'll, that's certainly the way that her, uh, her employers are seeing it. You know, she has been, she'd been fired from CNN. The candor ass from the little new year's gig. Right. And then she's had multiple gigs canceled. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I can't fucking take these people seriously anymore. And I think if, she, I, you know what, I honestly think if she hadn't apologized, you know, and just gave it a day and rode that shit out, things things might have been a little bit better for her, I think. I think the apology might have fucked her. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Hey. But instead of riding it out, what does she do? A day later, after her apology, she comes out and gives a fucking press conference, right? And like you said earlier, there's a fucking a list celebrity. Uh, this is a D-list celebrity doing a fucking press conference, right? Basically taking right. back her apology. And uh, now she's saying she's being bullied. She's being bullied by Trump and his administration, <laughs> right? And again, I, I mean, I have to say it, and, and especially if, if we're a hip-hop show now. Um, everybody who listens to fucking hip-hop knows, uh, don't start no shit.
2: Won't well, be no shit. There'll be
0: no shit. That's goddamn right. And so I'm, you know, regardless of if POTUS is going after her or, or not, um, I don't believe he is. I don't think he is. I think, uh, you know, when you hold up a, a, a president's bloody severed head,
2: there they gonna be some repercussions, you know. <laughs> But, uh, you know, and I'm and I'm not mad at you at all for that perspective. But at the same time, I feel like it was blown out of proportion. That's all I'm saying. Like, could there be repercussions? Sure. But it's nothing different than, again, what Eminem has ever said or done. Was it bloody and over the top? Yes, I will agree. But did it need to be completely all over every single news media outlet? No, I think, I think there is a dynamic of where celebrity meets politics, that this is the first time this has ever been disengaging to be something that where she crossed the line, but she crossed the line for someone for the very first time, I believe. That's my opinion.
0: She's again, she is a comedian holding up a fucking severed head. Right. And it's, it's kind of, you know, it's odd. You don't yeah. see you don't see Wes Craven going out there uh you know trying to work out a, a you know tight five minutes of stand-up, right? <laughs> <laughs> you stay in your you stay in your wheelhouse, right? And you leave like the political gore and shit up to uh up to Guar. <laughs> you know or Guar?
2: Yeah, you know, rest, in peace, absolutely. Uh,
0: rest in peace, Dave Brocky, Rock our, band. frontman. Um but yeah, d- definitely don't don't take it back when you do your shit, and de- and don't fucking apologize for it either. All right, you you just ride the shit out, just ride it out, and then definitely don't blame others when your shit
2: backfires. You know, and, 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 you know this this is like not a separation of you and I. I just want to say, like I I hear what you're saying, but <laughs> like I I watched I watched her press conference live, and uh I I. I I must stand by. I think she was. Uh, I think she was really apologizing as she did the first time in the press conference, saying, "You know, I didn't expect this type of reaction for it. So, hey, I apologize and I'm sorry. Like, if I, I offended you it. and your people seen it and all that. But she, uh, I think she also got a little more firm to like let her moment." which was only an Instagram post, which is only 30 seconds long. I think this was her moment to like really open up a little bit more and say, I'm sorry because I didn't expect this to be the reaction out of it. And um, honestly, like I took it to the edge. I really did. I took it to the edge. I'm a comedian, and I like to talk about dick jokes. And she said that shit on public live news. Oh, did I say that on live news? Well, this is who I am. I don't know what else to tell you. But I'm going to be the rawest person I am. I'm going to be the realest person I am. I want to see people laugh. And, yes, I push the envelope. And, but after this has gone so global, guess what? I now have more material. I'm now going to make fun of them even more. Right. So she so, so, she, so she, did kind of back down. But I really think like she really, in a way, kind of stood by herself even stronger than expected. So that's why I say, like, mm, I don't want to trash her completely. She's still a raunchy comedian. I think she's opening up the avenue of like censorship and what we're allowed to talk about.
0: Again, the apology, going back to the apology, it's yeah. probably what I think is what got her all this negative attention. Yeah. Just admitting, admitting the guilt. You know? Like when she says that, it's like even she thinks it's wrong. So and, and now she's blaming Trump uh for her own actions. She's the one who posted the video, right? She's she's the one who apologized. No one forced her to do shit. Um, now she's just got to kind of lay in her bed uh, that she made, uh, which she clearly has no intention of doing. So, uh, I kind of sort of uh, I kind
2: of sort of agree, but I I don't. I we think could- you
0: should <laughs> leave politics alone. I think like I don't know. I think comedians should just leave politics alone. If you ask me, um, politics suck, and uh, everyone gets offended.
2: Yeah, no, not everyone gets offended. Yeah. We, get, we 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 can totally engage in the conversation and <laughs> keep it light. Offended. We're not offended anybody to yeah. bring it up. Even
0: you, G Money. Even you, you you accuse me of being like right wing or something after I I posted a Fox News article <laughs> about the whole Kathy Griffin debacle, right? <laughs> mm, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, listen, I don't know shit about. I honestly, I don't know shit about left wing, right wing. Yeah. I don't think, dude. When I think when I think right wing, I think of fucking Johann Franz and and shit or you know or a fucking matthew Dandenalt, you know on some hockey shit i think gordie howe might have been a right winger too
2: Uh, oh well i will i guess i was never really even thinking about it like that at all i i've 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 simply just thought of fox news and everything that i've ever seen from their outlet has come it it is a completely republican out source so Everything they come with their news policy is completely Republican, which I don't think is completely fair. Just like CNN, yeah. I really don't. I'm an independent, so I don't like to really attach myself to any of the political parties. I did not. All.
0: I, I did not in any way um, mean to bring politics into
2: it. Nor do I usually. Yeah, matter, right? no. You know? Yeah, no. Um,
0: it was just the first article I saw that kind of commented about it.
2: Absolutely, uh, so, and I, 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 I can see where the confusion might have came into play, honestly. So it's not even like. Yeah. Anything personal, but I've <laughs> just just from my 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 experience with news outlets and like representation, I see that, and I'm like, uh, eh, well, they're probably coming from a completely swerved perspective now, you know. Right. Like I'd rather see it from like a like a country outside of America's news outlet and what their perspective is. To be honest with you, you know. I can't even imagine. We're, yeah, we're 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 pretty persp- persuasive when it comes to the news, you know. So.
0: I don't know. all I'm saying is, I think, apologizing uh, for your own free speech, right, and then blaming others when it blows up in your face, it's just weak. That's just weak to yeah. me. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I don't, I'm not the only one. I've heard a few shows already say the shit. Apologizing is weak. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Kathy Griffin. She'll be
2: back. She'll be back. She used her mouth a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds gross. Kathy's pretty gross, man. She used her mouth a lot, for sure. (laughs) And her mouth got her in trouble. Again.
0: Again. All right, well, shit. Let's let's close out. I've got one more banger of a song that I want to... Quickly introduce here. Uh, Again, like I said earlier, Joe Young. Joe Young, Manhattan born. All right. Germany raised. He he hooked up with some Wu dudes. All right. Some Wu Tang dudes. And uh, he's been fucking killing it ever since. And uh, this song, Wu Fans, uh, I think are immediately going to recognize the sample. Uh, It's the same as uh, the one in Ghostface Killer's track Metal Lungies from 2004's uh, Pretty Tony album. Um, getting flipped a little bit different in this version, though. A little bit funkier uh, in this track. And it features Method Man. And uh, they're basically just trying to out-rap each other in this one. Um, this shit's the shit. Ooh. From the album Invincible Armor, released this year. This is Joe Young. The song is called Crack Babies. <laughs> From the big ass radio show. Yeah, Gene
6: Whatever happened to them crack babies? Hello. In the smoking some crack, maybe, And I don't know where you rappers get in your backs lately. Before you rappers surprise. Sending the fat lady. Whatever happened to them crack babies. Hell I don't know when the now smoking some crack, maybe, And I don't know where you rappers get in your backs lately. Before you rappers rap. rap. Sending the father. Five thousand dollars on a love sofa. Still in public housing where they love coca. Still love the culture and bud smokers. But to my soldiers that cross line that love's over? See, I ain't never wrote a rap sober A lost cause, but I went freaked your ass over a Situation fishy like some bad chocha Or y'all just trying to twist me like some bad yoga Slur uh, Got labels calling cause I rhyme slick You, you'll never get to bring you like a side chick That's Betty Crocker, where the pie trick? The dark night and I'm back robbing no sidekick Slur See, I ain't lying when that lie lit I touch a clown and it only rains when I spit Trying to tell these rappers when I spit Update the app in your iPhones like I quit Whatever happened to them crack babies? Hell, I don't know when the alley smoking some crack, maybe. And I don't know where you rappers getting your facts lately. Before you rappers, so rap, rap. sending the fat lady. Whatever happened to them crack babies? Hell, I don't know when and alley smoking some crack, maybe. And I don't know where you rappers getting your facts lately. Before you rappers, so rap, rap.
5: sending the fat lady. Uh, uh, hey, yo, fuck Donald Trump, that's the first thought I'm throwing. Huh? Left, left, right, left. That's the way I be blowin' Time to whistle at these fake niggas NMCs and wannabes Do like Ws and fake wallabies Kill Killer bees in the swarm That's the format, nigga Pussy want to flip Bring it to your doormat, nigga I hear ya, but I don't listen Shit you sayin' The spray like two niggas kissin' I'm on a mission To kill all you fake niggas On the beat on yellow tape, niggas Listen, listen Careful who you niggas dissin'. Talk tough, i am have to have you in the missin'. Heard nothing seen nothing this Whatever happened to them crack babies?
6: Hell, I don't know when the alley smokin' some crack, maybe. And I don't know where you rappers in your backs lately. Before you rappers, so rap, rap. Sending the fat lady. Whatever happened to them crack babies? Hell, I don't know when the alley smoking some crack, maybe. And I don't know where you rappers in your backs lately. Before you rappers, so rap, rap. Sending the fat lady.
0: Damn, there you go. Crack yeah.
2: Babies. Crack radio babies. show,
0: Scabdy, Gene Techman. Yeah. Well, damn, that's another long episode, I'd say. Yeah. That's a very long episode. Say that's about an
1: episode. We did it up.
0: So, uh, fucking hey, man. Where can people find you on the
2: social medias? Um, you know, it's uh, made official this week. I actually just put up my first Facebook page. The Gene Techman Facebook page. My Gene Techman Facebook page is official. So uh, hit me up on uh, Gene Techman, G E A N T E C H M A N on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, that's my handle. Holler at me, and I will uh, hopefully chat with you soon.
0: That's what's up. Scabby. My name is Scav D, short for scavenge Detroit. I am all over the interwebs too. There's a Facebook, there's a Twitter, there's a Bandcamp, and some other shit. So hey, give me a search if you want. In the fake-ass radio show, we also have social media, too. And hit us up on the fucking Facebook there. Follow us on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, that'll do it. So I'd say, fucking hey, we learned a lot this episode. You learned our fucking top five intros. Learned a little bit about Kathy Griffin. <laughs> and what we'll <laughs> think about that. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, that's that. That's an episode. So... I'm saying with that I'm
2: Scav and I'm Gene Techman and this is the Fake Ass Radio Show have a good
0: Uh, night or morning whenever the hell you're listening however you happen to be listening we are glad that you are listening thank you very 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 much
1: good day good Good evening (laughs) y'all
3: Okay, and I'm hitting stop.